0: Today is the 11th of May, 2022. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name, as always, is Ray, and I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you are joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget, if you'd like to, you can download the Walking the Way prayer book. You can also download a copy of today's script. The links are in the episode notes. And if you'd like to support Walking the Way, you'd like more information about the podcast, head to rayborrott.co.uk. Again, links to everything are in the episode notes, really. We always start each leg of walking the way with our opening prayer. Let's still our hearts. Let's come before God. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for making us into a community whose certainty is Jesus Christ. We thank you that he will not remain hidden from us forever, and that his life will be revealed perhaps soon in our time. Lord God, how long, how long have your children waited? But we know that a new time is coming, the end of this age, and so we rejoice in this. We live in your future, in the future of Jesus Christ, in the great day when humanity will receive their great, true King. Be with us, Lord. We have so much on our hearts, but you see everything, and you know our needs. Lord, your grace will overcome our troubles, and your name will be glorified on earth. So praise be to your name. You have done so measurably much for us, and we know that you will do even more. Amen. Luke 9, verse 23. Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. Way back at the beginning of this year, when we started the podcast for this year, one of the themes that came out during that very first week was the theme of obedience. Jesus said in John that if we loved him, we would do all he asked of us. Now, I defined discipleship and obedience as denying ourselves, taking up our cross, and following Jesus. Nothing revolutionary there, but have you stopped to consider for a second what taking up your cross actually means and what it meant for the people at the time of Jesus and the implications for us today? Crucifixion was so abhorrent to the Romans that Roman citizens could not be crucified. So carrying your cross to your crucifixion showed that you were truly the lowest of the low. When those listening to Jesus heard those words, I wonder how much they they struggled with what Jesus was saying. And again, I think two thousand years of church history and two thousand years of Christianity has kind of taken off, taken away some of the horror of what Jesus was trying to say to us. But I think here Jesus is asking us to give up everything for him, literally everything, and doing it on a day to day basis. Deny ourselves and take up our cross. We say it so easily, but the reality is so very different. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today we read Luke 9. Let's pray as we approach the Scriptures this morning, shall we? Father, we read these words of Luke, and we recall the words of Jesus. Help us, Lord, to make these words a reality in our life today. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the New International Version, and today I'm reading Luke 9. When Jesus had called the twelve together, he gave them power and authority to drive out all demons and to cure diseases. And he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. He told them, Take nothing for the journey. No staff, no bag, no bread, no money, no extra shirt. Whatever house you enter, stay there until you leave that town. If people do not welcome you, leave their town and shake the dust off your feet as a testimony against them. So they went out and went from village to village, proclaiming the good news and healing people everywhere. Now, Herod the Tetrarch heard all about what was going on, and he was perplexed because some were saying that John had been raised from the dead, others that Elijah had appeared, and still others that one of the prophets of long ago had come back to life. But Herod said, I beheaded John. Who then is this I hear such things about? And he tried to see him. When the apostles returned, they reported to Jesus what they had done. Then he took them with him, and they withdrew by themselves to a town called Bethsaida. But the crowds learned about it and followed him. He welcomed them and spoke to them about the kingdom of God and healed those who needed healing. Late in the afternoon, the twelve came to him and said, Send the crowd away so they can go to the surrounding villages and countryside and find food and lodging because we're in a remote place here. He replied, You give them something to eat. They answered, We have only five loaves of bread and two fish, unless we go buy food for all this crowd. About five thousand men were there. But he said to his disciples, Have them sit down in groups of about fifty each. The disciples did so, and everybody sat down. Taking the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke them. Then he gave them to the disciples to distribute to the people. They all ate and were satisfied, and the disciples picked up twelve basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. Once, when Jesus was praying in private and his disciples were with him, he asked them, Who do the crowds say I am? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others that one of the prophets of long ago has come back to life. But what about you? he asked, Who do you say I am? Peter answered, God's Messiah. Jesus strictly warned them not to tell this to anyone and said, The Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law. And he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Then he said to them all, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world, yet lose or forfeit their very self? Whoever is ashamed of me and my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed of them when he comes in his glory and the glory of the Father and the holy angels. Truly I tell you, some who are standing here will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God. About eight days after Jesus said this, he took Peter, James, and John with him and went up onto the mountain to pray. While he was praying, the appearance of his face changed, and his clothes became as bright as a flash of lightning. Two men, Moses and Elijah, appeared in glorious splendor talking with Jesus. They spoke about his departure, which he was about to bring to fulfillment at Jerusalem. Peter and his companions were very sleepy, but when they became fully awake, they saw his glory in the two men standing with him. As the men were leaving Jesus, Peter said to him, Master, It's good for us to be here. Let us put up three shelters one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He didn't know what he was saying. While he was speaking, a cloud appeared and covered them, and they were afraid as they entered the cloud. A voice came from the cloud saying, This is my son, whom I have chosen. Listen to him. When the voice had spoken, they found that Jesus was alone. The disciples kept them to themselves and did not tell anyone at the time what they had seen. The next day, when they came down from the mountain, a large crowd met him. A man in the crowd cried out, Teacher, I beg you to look at my son, for he is my only child. A spirit seizes him, and he suddenly screams. It throws him into convulsions so that he foams at the mouth. It scarcely ever leaves him and is destroying him. I begged your disciples to drive it up, but they could not. You unbelieving and perverse generation, Jesus replied. How long shall I stay with you and put up with you? Bring your son here. Even while the boy was coming, the demon threw him to the ground in a convulsion. But Jesus rebuked the impure spirit, healed the boy and gave him back to his father. And they were all amazed at the greatness of God. While everyone was marvelling at all that Jesus did, he said to his disciples, Listen carefully to what I am going to tell you. The Son of Man is going to be delivered into the hands of men but they did not understand what it meant. It was hidden from them, so they did not grasp it, and they were afraid to ask him about it. An argument started among the disciples as to which of them would be the greatest. Jesus, knowing their thoughts, took a little child and had him stand beside him. Then he said to them, Whoever welcomes this little child in my name welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me for it is the one who is least among you all who will be the greatest. Master, said John, we saw someone driving out demons in your name, and we tried to stop him because he is not one of us. Do not stop him, Jesus said, for whoever is not against you is for you. As the time approached for him to be taken up to heaven, Jesus resolutely set out for Jerusalem, and he sent messengers on ahead who went into a Samaritan village to get things ready for him but the people there did not welcome him because he was headed for Jerusalem. When the disciples James and John saw this, they asked, Lord, do you want us to call fire down from heaven to destroy them? But Jesus turned and rebuked them. Then he and his disciples went to another village. As they were walking along the road, a man said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. Jesus replied, Foxes have dens, and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. He said to another man, Follow me. But he replied, Lord, first let me go bury my father. Jesus said to him, Let the dead bury their own dead, but you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Still another said, I will follow you, Lord, but first let me go back and say goodbye to my family. Jesus replied, No one who puts a hand to the plough and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about some of those words of Luke. And after the music, as always, we're going to pray. Before we offer up our prayers for today, just a reminder that we're continuing to pray for the situation in the Ukraine. Every day the news gets worse and worse and worse. And so we're praying that God will quickly intervene in the situation. Our prayer for today from our Walking the Way prayer handbook is for unity of the Christian presence in wherever you live. So let's pray that Christians, wherever you are, are unified. Lord Jesus Christ, forgive your church for the times when she has tarnished your image, confused your message and distracted from your love through her disunity. Lord, restore your church, for we would be known again by the way we love each other and the way we love you, rather than perceived as a house divided against itself, crumbling where it stands. Lord, break our hearts for your church, for we would build your house again here in our land. Lord, we so want you to restore your body here. So we kneel in repentance before you and submit to you. Humble us to serve each other so that your name may again be raised high in our nation. Lord, forgive us, restore us, unite us and revive your church today so that all may see that you are love. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins